Welcome to episode 8 of Hardcore on Tour. I'm your host, Brian W. Fleming, the vocalist and drummer of Rigtime. And once again, I am on location, on tour, in the van, in Bloomington, Illinois, at Meltdown Creative Works. And we have a very special episode for you, because as a double hitter, I have Insurgents and Portals, or at least members of Insurgents and Portals in the van. So let's go around and introduce ourselves, and we'll start with you in the front seat. Hi, I'm James. I scream in a microphone for Insurgents. I'm also James, and I play guitar for Portals. And I am Rafe, and I play guitar for Insurgents. So, um, typically, I'll ask questions about each band and stuff like that, but we have a special, you know, collective going on here where we have uh, things that maybe we can talk about that we've experienced together. So, have you guys actually met before? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Many times. James booked us for the first time in Bloomington, Illinois in 2015. We were touring on our record, Every Living Creature Dies Alone. And what was it called? It was a... Uh, the Gnarlic the, Press. The, the, the wo- what was... I remember the flyer. Ha- oh. It was like a meme flyer yep. with the dude with the stretched yeah. out face. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Legendary fast. flyer. Um, yeah. you, you said we were from Dallas. And I was like, this guy's a freaking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even know where we're from. And uh, we're from Austin, by the way, uh, for anyone who doesn't know. Oh, and, um, <laughs> So we show up and uh, it was a super awesome show. And it was in this grimy little basement, and it was the coldest water I've ever experienced in my life. Oh yeah, we stayed we stayed we stayed the night there, and I showered, and it was life changing. Like (laughs) that was some cold water. Oh my god! And I don't do cold showers. I shower in lava. (laughs) So that was it was it was oddly refreshing. It was fantastic, and I'll never forget it. And we went to Denny's. (laughs) Yeah, we we did. uh, We did. You drove. Yes. And you drove very fast, and it was raining. It was pouring rain. And me and James and um, was someone else there from our band? Yeah. I forgot who, though. It was one of the members who is no longer with us Yeah, uh, was there, and we were all just squeezed in the back. And we were all thinking, we were on this, like, alien mother brain where we were all like, we're going to die. Like, James is driving like a crazy person. I I shot Rafe a look like, I don't know if we're going to be all right. But really what it turned out to be, James, is that you're a fantastic driver. Yeah. Because you got us there quick. It was sick. Some Dale Earnhardt You wanted Denny's and you got it. You know? You're a man who knows what he wants and knows how to get there. Wait, no, actually, sorry. It wasn't me driving. It was my friend Remy driving. Was it? It wasn't. Yeah, it was Remy. Because I didn't have a car in campus. Just own it, man. Don't blame it on other people. (laughs) No, I remember now. I remember now very clearly. No, yeah, I didn't have a car on campus at that point, so Remy drove us, yeah. Well, there we go. I'm sorry you, I falsely your, I've slandered your, fear your name. Your memory. Though. Yeah. <laughs> Although I do drive pretty blinded scary. by fear. <laughs> <laughs> like people do accuse me of stopping pretty hard and uh, going pretty fast sometimes, but not not to that extent. The two extremes: you stop hard and you drive hard. Yeah. And stop but, hard, go harder. Got it. You know, if you're not behind the wheel, you can uh, shut your freaking mouth. Because if you don't want someone to get you to Denny's quick, drive yourself. True. True. And that's and that's where all the blame is then shifted to us for not taking ourselves. Yeah. Boom. So now full circle, uh, we suck. <laughs> 
And that's all we got for today. Is it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> we we're too good to drive ourselves to Denny's. That's the, <laughs> the lesson. The takeaway. That's, that's in your rider. Yeah. Like we uh, got to go to Denny's, but you got to drive us. <laughs> if I ever put that in writing on anything, put a bullet in my head. I don't. I we, want no more Denny's. We avoid Denny's now because we did it so much. We um, ate Denny's for. Um, on in 2015 when we played, uh, that was the summer of Denny's. We well, we were on tour from like March until September or something like that. We played like 150 shows that year, Mm -hmm. so we just ate Denny's just nonstop. And I don't know what we were thinking. We were fueled by (laughs) just a a passionate self-loathing, I guess. Because tell me, it was more than the all-you-can-eat pancakes too. A lot of a lot a of a lot of all you can eat. Pancakes. A lot of pancakes, oh, but God. there was a lot of the build your own burger because they have the veggie patty. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so, I can't tell you how many times, man, you order the the veggie patty, the build your own burger, and they put bacon on it, and I'm like, never did I say bacon. What the yeah. fuck is wrong with you? Like, why would I get a veggie burger with bacon on yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Who do you think like, I am? Like, Didn't you get bacon on your veggie burger on your birthday, which yeah, just happened? Yeah, man, my birthday was actually uh, yesterday. Yeah, oh, well, happy birthday. Yeah, I'm 27 now. Um, and they still fuck up my order at Denny's, man. You know, I always thought by the age of 25, they'll stop fucking up your orders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's I thought the deal the... here. Yeah. I thought I was past this, but I guess not. Um, yeah, that was in New York. We played a house show. We had some shows fall through, and some friends of ours from Austin, it's this band named Thieves, they're like a pop punk band. Mm-hmm. They were playing some shows in New York, and we were just like... Well, we're going to go hang out and watch our friends play because rock and roll, that's what you do. And uh, we ended up getting to hop on some shows in that area with them that they were on. And the show that happened on my birthday that year was like this backyard show thing. Straight up like a kid's. It felt like a young kid's like barely at a high school birthday party type show. Because his mom was running around like freaking out and like... So basically, there's just a bunch of like hardcore rigmarole there now because we were playing and like, I don't know, the cops showed up like two songs into us playing and it was just, she was not having it. Um, <laughs> but it was fun. Somebody covered, um, oh, what was that? Uh, Ampersand, Ampersand. The band on tour with Thieves covered Semi Charm Kind of Life, and I've yeah. never heard a band cover another song better than that. Yeah, it was awesome. It was sick. That song's about meth. Yeah, my favorite album of all time is uh, Third Eye Blind self-titled. So that's cool to me. They're a good fucking band, straight up. Yeah, that fucking (laughs) record is like, I never get sick of it, ever. So so you guys have played here because of James. Have you ever played in Texas? Has Portals ever played? Yes, uh, we've been to Texas once. Uh, That was on our tour with Pangea, and we played... uh, Fort Worth at Tomcats West, mm-hmm. um, San Antonio at Jack's, and um, Corpus Christi at Boozer's. Nice. So and yeah, a lot of great venues. Those are great places. Yeah. No, it was a great tour. Um, and all those shows were a lot of fun. Um, and we're... Yeah. Uh, that's the only time we played Texas. Um, but actually, um, when I was on tour with another band, uh, we had a few off days in Texas, and I saw Insurgents in Austin. Nice. Um, because... I was bored, and we were staying in Austin <laughs> on our days off, so... Nice. There you go. And I was also with Ethere, and that's how I met them. Oh, yeah. That was, uh... 
Was that Dirty Dog? Yep, Dirty Dog. Yeah, yeah. Man, that was a good time. That was yeah, and that was about that. Yeah, I remember that shit. I don't remember. I'm bad with how many years ago. So that's that's where this is going to get all fuckered up. Is the more I talk, the more the memories are going to get placed in the wrong year. But, <laughs> Those three. Yeah, they all just. Blo- that was the tour we did with Eighth Year. Right, I assume. Yeah, so like, not long after we met you. Then. Yeah, it was about a year after we met you. Yeah, yeah, but we have not played Elson yet, but. Uh... Yeah. Soon though, right? Yeah, soon. Um, yeah. We can't, we can't say much. But, oh, yeah. you know. Oh soon. shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. The league. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe by the time this episode's live, it'll be. It'll, it won't matter. But Maybe. Um, we're playing Texas for the very first time. Very uh, first for time? some fucking reason, yeah. Like we've done thirty-eight states, and we've still never been to Texas. Damn. So we're playing, playing Texas is is kind of like a commitment though, just because it's so big. Yeah. Like once you huge. drive there, it's like you better spend it's some time there. It's a second Earth. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're playing spring, like outside of like Houston, and we're playing at Killer's Tacos in Denton. Oh, hell oh that yeah. place is so badass. I always, yeah, like how I designed a flyer for that show. Yeah, you did. Yeah. And I saw we were at the top, and I thought that was weird because I thought we hopped on a show, and suddenly our name's on top. So I don't know what's up with that. I don't know either, but I was told you guys are the headliner. Oh, all right, one, cool. So. Hey, we're famous. I didn't know that shit. Killer's Tacos rips. <laughs> it's it's everything you'd want. It's a very DIY feeling space with good fucking food. And cool. and the people that run the shows there are awesome. Yeah. So yeah, good uh, times. Good times to be had. I want to play there. I'm, I'm, Killers I'm Tacos for Core forever. So <laughs> Texas in general, like always, everybody always says that Texas is fucking good. And obviously, you've played it a thousand times. You played it a few times. Like, how were all the shows? Like, um, is there towns that you like more than others, or is there you know? Um, venues or even just fucking locals and stuff like that. Like Cor- Corpus Christi was awesome for us. Like that was out of the three we played. That was probably like the best. And that's really for us. south, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. It's basically. it's coastal. Yeah, it's <laughs> like right by the ocean. Um, very. That's a strong place to play. If you're hitting te- uh, Texas, you should go to Corpus. Mm-hmm. Like, especially if it's your very first time in the state and you're, oh, yeah. you know, um, doing your thing there. Yeah, that or like. McAllen is a great nearby oh, yeah. stop. Mm-hmm. I've been there. a lot of the time. Um, it's it's a very DIY thing. So basically, all of the cities in Texas that you've heard of, if you're into this type of thing, you see flyers on the internet, and you're you know hearing people talk about shows. They're all great, but Texas is very saturated. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be your week, your 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 night to get all the people there in whatever town, mm-hmm. or it's not going to be because somebody just came through two days ago. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I feel it, like that's generally the way it is, but I feel like. In our time, and we've been around a bit, touring in Texas the entire time we've been a band, you know, these past, like, eight, nine years, we've had a fantastic show in about every city you could think of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At least one or two. And it's kind of like, things kind of fluctuate, because when we first started, um, Austin didn't really have that many heavy shows, because a lot of them were going to San Antonio, because uh, mm-hmm. the White Rabbit was still open, mm. the venue was thriving. Um, but once that kind of got new management that, and uh, Anthony Stevenson bought this venue called Come and Take It Live and uh, he's kind of uh, gotten the heavy community to start playing Austin all the time. So that I feel like the tides kind of turn, you know, scenes fluctuate and, oh, yeah. uh, um, you know, bands will go to this city for a couple of years and then the scene kind of dies off and then mm-hmm. it stays in the underground, but then this city will blow up. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. so, That's how central um, noise It been. has a pretty consistent, like, 
all tours hit Texas for the most part. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, it's got a really good scene, and all the locals uh, in Texas are really awesome. Oh, yeah. uh, Dallas has a lot of really awesome locals right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'd say over our span as a band, Dallas has been consistently strong. Mm-hmm. I could always think of at least one superhero band from that area. Mm-hmm. You know, Power Trip. From oh, here. Yeah, like yeah. they, we watched, kind of watched them. Not like it's not like we're buddies or anything. Don't know them personally, but they exploded yeah. since we had started playing I'm shows. You saw in them Texas. on like you know just opening slots. Or they, South by Southwest, they, they played, man. They would play. They used like to play a hundred times. Seven shows in <laughs> two days. On they'd play the pedestrian bridge on South by. Mm-hmm. Like they'd play a tiny little venue called Mohawk, um, and now they're like. Touring with Lamb of God and stuff, so yeah. it's crazy. I mean, man. they played that fucking Misfits show in Chicago. Yeah, like mis like like Misfits with fucking Danzig. You know, people thought that would never fucking happen. That happens, and then like you see like Power Trip opens that. That's so fucking cool. It would, yeah, because that's yeah. that's like for hardcore. You know, like you're like, oh yeah, we played with Misfits with Danzig. No big deal. <laughs> right. You know, like, that's There's insane. not a lot of people in a band nearly that young that could claim that. Yeah, and yeah. the other bands were like Venom Inc. and Fear. Who've been around for ages, you know. Yeah. So the yeah. fact wow. that Power Trip's on there, that's fucking huge for like our our scene. You know, I mean, Power yeah. Trip's like old school thrash, but still, like they they, you know, cut their teeth in this the yeah. same scene and everything. So yeah, for um, sure, they have that uh, crossover appeal mm-hmm. where like your dad will be like, "Hey, you listen to Power Trip?" And <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, they rip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for Illinois. Um, like, have you, have you guys played Illinois a few times, I assume, Yeah, as we well? played, we, um, we used to play the Grand Bar a lot, uh, and I think that was in Chicago proper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then aside from that, we've always just played wherever James books us. And, and you've been, <laughs> James, you've lived in Illinois your whole life, right? Yeah. Like, so. Although different places in Illinois throughout different times, I yeah. guess. Because you and I met back, way back in the day, oh, in the yeah. Lake County scene. Swing state, the fucking swing state. Rest in peace. A rip. And uh, and played together all sorts of places since mm-hmm. then. Oh yeah. Um, Lasting impression. Yeah. Quake. Quake. Oh no. <laughs> and I just you know we need to at least say rest in peace shrapnel. But anyways, oh, yeah. <laughs> just because we have the opportunity. Oh yeah. But uh, <laughs> um, growing up in Illinois, what has been like the strong, like the the strong scenes and the scenes that. Um, maybe aren't around anymore that you miss. Like, obviously, like, I still yeah. miss, like, the old Lake County scene. Yeah, me too. I um, What have you seen, you know, just in all these years? Um, definitely, like, the older Lake County hardcore scene. Like, I wasn't really a huge part of it, but I always saw it, like, thrive. Like, I mean, that's where, like, bands like Monster, Sworn In, Barrier, Kingmaker, mm-hmm. Villains, uh, fucking Demolisher, uh, like, you know, all those ba- yeah. bands, like, came from that scene, and obviously, like, they're known, like, um, around the U.S., around the world, you know, and, um, so all those bands came from that scene, like, 20, 2010, 2012, 2013, you know, and that scene kind of, like, not as many, like, new bands in that style kind of, like, coming, start yeah. coming out Well, that then. was the flavor of metalcore for yeah. a while, yeah. was yeah. bands, yeah. like, sworn, sworn in. in. I mean, that on was... top. Everyone wanted to yeah. be sworn um, in at that time. Yeah. In, like, from, like, 2012 to, like, 2016, I mean, that was um, yeah. how metalcore sounded. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I don't know, that seems, like, not really a thing anymore. Yeah, and when those bands exploded and became national touring acts, we'd end up opening for, like, a few of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kingmaker you know, was awesome. We played Kingmaker King in... 
I think it was Fort Worth. At Lola's That's, Saloon. Yeah. They oh, used to God. be a brothel. So they, they had crazy stage presence. Just, oh, yeah. Yeah. King, yeah. Kingmaker was one to remember. Holy fuck. Absolutely. And it, they're the ones that kind of like uh, begun like the whole like sworn in barrier villains. Like they were like the, the dads of that. Okay. Um, and we played with Barrier too. Oh, yeah. I love Barrier. I've seen them so many times and I'll never get sick of seeing them. So good. Yeah, rock solid. They were like a huge influential band for me. And yeah, all the lot, members are super nice. A lot of people nice even in, in our hometown, like yeah. you know, definitely, barriers like a huge influence to them mm -hmm. still. Like I know some friends of mine who were, you know, would say that for sure because they used to play at the warehouse every yeah. now and then. I know they did a couple of shows and and like they wrote Dark Days when they were like fucking like sixteen. Like mm -hmm. shit's insane. Um, so. Outside of like Lake County, yeah, obviously, like we're in Bloomington right now, and mm -hmm. uh, the Bloomington Normal is always seems to have all different types of shows going on. Like, yeah. I think this weekend is like the big, huge punk, yeah, fest, punk isn't fest, it too? yeah. And there's Night Shop, and then there mm -hmm. used to be House of Reps, um, yeah, there's Meltdown, it used to be Faro's Pizza, too. Oh, yeah, that was like yeah. a huge part of the Bloomington Normal scene, but uh, that was like right on college campus so college kids could just walk right over there oh, cool. if they didn't have a car on campus and um fucking what else uh they had that coffee house um coffee hound like this is like before like i really started booking shows mm -hmm. um, but there's a ton of venues and there's like a kind of more thriving metalcore scene here like local shows would be like 90 paid and from what i've heard yeah. i didn't really witness it firsthand but uh then I guess, it, like, after those venues died and, like, people graduated and stuff, like, it kind of died, then I started a band and booked shows, and so I was kind of left with really not much to work with, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, but I'm proud to say that I've kind of, like, built up the scene somewhat here. Oh, and, absolutely. Um, I mean, I can't, I can't post online, like, hey, need a show in Illinois without you getting tagged. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I know James, but thanks, and, you know, like, every, yeah. you're the, you're the guy that's in everyone's head, you know, for keeping stuff. Yeah. going here it was like crazy because i don't know um i just wanted to see cool bands come here and before like i mean there was like a really good like underground doi scene like a lot of grind bands would come through a lot of like indie uh pop punk bands um which were like really cool but like there's no one really bringing like metalcore or deathcore to bloom to normal like there was but like once i started booking shows like there wasn't really anyone else you know so yeah um i'm glad to bring bands i can mosh to <laughs> Bloomington and uh, oh, it's really cool. Um, yeah. So when you guys have played Illinois, what's like a really memorable show or venue or scene for you that always, always you know sticks out? Hmm. What Besides was that skate tonight? park we just played? Oh. Or was a skate shop? Uh, Royal Skate uh, Shop uh, with, with Deaf Ear uh, and yeah. uh, Filth, right? Oh, yeah, Deaf Ear was on a Filth tour that we and did. People we were moshing with the kiddie pool. Oh, and, uh, swinging an entire kiddie pool around the place, <laughs> and like, you can barely fit a kiddie pool in that place. Just, <laughs> and it's it's quintessential, like, because a lot of those kids were Chicago kids. It's quintessential mm -hmm. to what I know about that scene: decking each other in the mouth, yeah, cold cocking each other, and then giving each other a high five, yeah. like yeah. literally just. That's they're just they're mean, but like it's they're having fun. That's yeah. their brand of fun, and I'll I'll never forget that. And then like a couple of times we played Grand Bar. We're mm -hmm. really crazy, mm -hmm. um, yeah. and I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm drawing a blank at, after that. But I those are those are. Deaf Ear Band. I think they're putting out a new. 
They have an right album that band. just dropped. Yeah, like just came out. They're really good. Like that band. Have a lot. you ever jammed them at all? Mm-mm. They're good. Oh, wait, are you, wait, wait. Deaf ear? Or deaf ear? Yeah, yeah. yeah sorry, yeah. no, I uh, no, we played with them in um, uh, Quad Cities, okay. and then I know that we played with uh, Nick's other band, Bad Blood. Bad Blood, oh, okay. in uh, South Bend, Indiana, and I think we're playing with Deaf Ear again in I think in Muscatine, Iowa, sometime soon. Nice. So yeah. I'm cool. stoked. Yeah, no, they're fucking, they're dope. Yeah, we played with them in Naperville uh, like two months ago on our Soul Keeper tour, mm-hmm. and hard. It was Deaf Ear and Bad Blood. Mm-hmm. Oh was, Jesus! It was so much fun. Yeah. That's irresponsible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So like. Uh, when, when's the last time Portals was, was just that Soul Keepers uh, tour, right? Yeah, that was, that was last our tour. last tour, yeah. And then how long is this tour for Insurgents right now? It's only uh, 10 days. This is a short one. Yeah. What day uh, What day is this roughly? Uh, this or is day, day two. Day two, you said, because you drove yeah. from all the way from Texas. Yeah, um, crazy. Well, I guess at least how about in recent, in recent tours either way, have there been any local support bands that really stood out that you remember and you were like, holy fuck, this band is dope, you know? Um, just a band that you you played with on a show never seen before and really made you you know get the fucking stank face or <laughs> yeah ooh uh, planetary alignment I think they were called uh, from like uh, when we played Westchester uh, Philadelphia uh, mm-hmm. we played at Fens Coffee and uh, Peter from Keonashi booked it shout out and uh, it was a lot of fun and uh, but planetary alignment like they played and like. It was just like fucking like Rings of Saturn, but like oh. with fucking like hardcore riffs and like cool. it was all like Ion Dissonance. That sounds and, so up your alley. Too. Yeah, like, <laughs> no, absolutely. And like they were so so good and like like this is the heaviest shit. And like I was like exhausted that entire tour because I was playing bass for Soul Keeper and playing guitar for Portals. Oh, I didn't know you mm-hmm. were filling in for them. Yeah, shit. yeah. I was doing two sets a night and I also booked the tour and like uh, so I was exhausted the entire tour, but. Uh, yeah. I still fucking like went ham for fucking Planetary Alignment nice. cause yeah but that band's fucking sick nice. very underrated cool. yeah anybody that you guys have seen lately for me like uh we played Houston on uh the Filth tour we did last year and there was this band God Hand from there mm-hmm. that just like blew me away. It, That's a cool and a name. lot of them yeah they're so tough it's just kinda like heavy moshy deathcore stuff mm-hmm. um but just really brutal and they they use like really cool intervals too uh which i always like when bands um do like chord inversions and stuff like that that are a little more like out of the box Mm -hmm. i mean not to say there's anything wrong with just your standard chromatic like slammy chuggy stuff but yeah it's always cool to see people do something like a little tricky and god hands one of those bands and uh there's band torture from houston too Mm um we they opened a show we did on this tour with uh, These Streets and Downswing, and they did a Waking the Cadaver cover, Ooh. and I was just like, boy, Holy let's shit. go, and they're just a really awesome slam band. Um, they just put out a remaster for a winter EP that they did, mm-hmm. uh, so if you're into like Waking the Cadaver and like brutal slamming gore groove, <laughs> then check them out. They're really good. Um, there's another band from Houston, Texas Chainsaw. Oh yeah, I've heard yeah. That played yeah. that were really sick. Um, I've heard good things about. As them. far as like Dallas goes, there's this band Ballista from oh, Dallas. Oh yeah, that's like really killing it I, right yeah, now. Yeah, I think that band is very important. Ballista is uh-huh. sick. I think they're, you know, people are probably all talking about I Am across the country. 
because mm-hmm. they're fucking insane and amazing and mm-hmm. you know shouts out to I am right. super good friends so good. they're really fuck yeah, yeah love that band we'll be playing with them in a few days I'm still nah, in my yeah. in my opinion the list is right behind them you know if they keep gigging the way they are you know what I mean mm-hmm. they put out a record that it all captures what they're doing live they're gonna be all right the list is next cool. in line that's what sure. I think that's Dallas. what I think I yeah because you've got you know Kublacon and then you've got I am and then Ballist is that next yeah next one and their message is very important uh, yeah and yeah. and again back to Texas like why does Texas have so many good heavy bands I mean like you know like obviously you can't you have to at least acknowledge Pantera and, yeah, you know, yeah I think it's embedded you know, in the history of the place. We got Power Trip, you guys, uh, Kulakan, like you're saying, I am, like, and there's, like, probably a thousands others that, you know. Yeah, yeah. there's so many. There's there, two honestly. Four, yeah. Two by, yeah, yeah, that's right, two by like, four. I mean, they were from Durant. Here's, you know, a little known, they're, they're, they're an offshoot of a better-known band, Triumph Over Shipwreck, but oh, yeah. the guy, the members of that band have shuffled, and they're doing a new project called No Suffer Out in El Paso, mm-hmm. and Great they rip. Um, a band that's been around for a long time that more people should be talking about is, uh, oh my god, I'm drawing a blank now that I said it. Oh my god, hardcore band from El Paso. They're amazing. Barbarian. Barbarian. I just, oh, saw, yeah. that, we, we, I just saw that they got posted right. by Hate Five Six. Like, yeah. more people should be talking about it. They've I've been around for a long name. time. We played with them in Orlando. Yeah. Nice. And they were so fucking Where good. Where Uncle Lou's? Uh, no, in uh, action, uh, that action play. The, someone's garage. Oh. <laughs> Literally in someone's garage. Was it like, still out as most Orlando shows? Yeah, like yeah. like literally in like a neighborhood, like they were like neighbors in like this this open garage. Nice, it was fucking nice. sick. That's cool. Yeah, they're really good. And then um, there's another. If you're into like noise core stuff, there's this band from Austin called Designs mm-hmm. that's been just uh, around for quite a while. Some of our first shows were with them. Yeah, they they and, predate us. They're one of the few bands in Austin that are still around from before when we started that yeah. I can think of right off the top of my head that are doing something heavy. And they're amazing. They're like Botch or like Cave-In oh, cool. or something mm. like that. Their drummer recorded all of our 2017 singles, which is the newest material we have available. Mm. Yeah. Um, and it's a super good studio at Sweet 2E. If anybody's looking for a, a really cool, you know, fucking... A guy that understands the music to record you and mm-hmm. give you a super good fucking record. It's He's the, somebody I would consider looking at. He's really good at capturing like the energy of your band. Um, which I think is quintessential to having a good recording. Oh, absolutely. Because it's like, if what's on your record doesn't really represent what you are live, then... Mm-hmm. You're going to have trouble can... convincing no. people to put you on. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, our last two records, we recorded at a Bricktop Recording in Chicago with uh, Pete Grossman, and that's where all the Weekend Nachos albums were recorded. And man, like, I that fucking band love, is awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're ahead of Weekend. the curve, man. Yeah, and, like absolutely. the whole power violence thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. And like he's he everything's all natural, you know. There, like uh, fucking like, and he knows that room really well. And like it nice. just, we wanted a real nasty recording, and and that was fucking awesome. And then recently, we just went and recorded with. Um, the Griffin Landa, who plays bass for the Acacia yeah, Strain. Yeah. Um, just because again, it was nice. like, you know, he he was in like two pier to die in Acacia Strain, yeah. so he'll kinda get where we're going and um we're putting that single out soon and it sounds fucking huge. Nice. Like he he killed it. And uh I've always been really picky about like where we go because you wanna have that band, like you said, that represents what you sound like live and yeah. um or captures what you're going for because 
a bad recording. You know, our very, very first stuff was terrible. I recorded it in my basement. I fucking hated it. James knows what it sounded yeah, like. I you like, liked it, but... I like it. <laughs> yeah. I also but, like shitty recordings, so... But, yeah, like, I mean, I love fucking old, you know, Norwegian black metal and shit like yeah, that, and same. it sounds like a tin can, but... Um, you know, it's obviously, you know, you put out something that sounds huge and, and it's going to make a big impact to people yeah. and make them, make them expect to see something huge live. Yeah. And I get what you're talking about too, though, where it's like, cause when we first started, we just wanted to play shows. That was like our whole thing. Cause I know like some people start bands like with the mindset where they're like, we're going to get signed and we're going to blow up. But when we first started, we we're like, we just want to play as many shows as possible. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. let's just have fun and do some gigs. So we just recorded uh, EP, it was like six songs or something on our old guitar player Ricky's laptop and uh, FL Studio drums, stuff like that. <laughs> because I would ask people, I'm like, hey, can we get on this show? And they're like, what are you, an idiot? You don't even have music up, dumbass. <laughs> like, no. And I'm like, okay, well, let's like record stuff and put it out so we can get on some shows. So I get that approach too, where you're like, let's just get something out there yeah. so we can play shows. You know, yeah. that like almost like that youthful energy of like, yeah. let's just fucking yeah. gig. Yeah, you know? Is there a microphone? Is there a tape recorder? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So, but I get it too. It's like a good recording is always like nice. Yeah. And now yeah. it's easier to put your best foot forward. You can even, I, I know a lot of bands that record themselves and it we actually sounds fucking right. You know yeah. what I mean? And your the fucking, technology is like really like, good now. You can get Portal's a hold of it. fucking records sound fantastic oh, too. You. Like, Yeah, no, I mixed and mastered and recorded that myself. Yeah, and it, I, it I'm all really sounds awesome. It. Thank you. Nice. I appreciate it. <laughs> Um, Thanks. So, with uh, going going to locals here. In a previous episode, I actually had talked to Q, and Good. we uh, I, this kind of actually keeps coming up in episodes where we're talking about local bands and stuff. Um, and he had actually mentioned you, and I was supposed to kind of bring it up in an episode, um, and it wasn't like necessarily uh, in a bad way, but yeah. he had talked about a show um, where. Uh, he had played, and you had given money, some money to to all bands, including some locals and stuff. And I keep bringing this up because I think it's an interesting topic about um, local bands, and depending on where they're from, um, do local bands get paid? Now, local when we play local shows at home, we don't take any money. We volunteer at the venue that's yeah. there, mm-hmm. um, and I believe that you know it's kind of a courtesy that like yeah. we're gonna fucking bring people in and get the touring bands paid and then yeah, you know we same. come to their town but obviously if someone drives from like an hour away you know give them something but if someone's coming from five ten miles away and you're not selling tickets where where do you guys stand on that because it's everyone's got a little bit of a different idea to it and i think it's a cool to kind of see you know do like, local, i think rachel had a different answer than I, uh, me. let's see um basically for the first like six years we were playing like we would give always give the money to the touring bands and Mm -hmm. stuff like that but ever since we've kind of had to our expenses have gone up as we've gotten bigger you Mm -hmm. know what i mean and we play less locally than we used to you know Mm because we used to just play free metal thursday like you know when we first started like trying to build a name for ourselves just play like as much as we possibly could but now we've kind of dialed that back a little bit and we do have like that's just the way the game is man we have like a lot of expenses yeah. it's like the van costs money like yeah, merch costs money but i feel like money. you guys like, too are, i mean you're you're more of a headliner in a sense you know in in yeah. certain places and stuff too so like um you're not like the opening band that's just coming there to 
Yeah, and it's and it's like I feel like if you if you are a band that tours and you have invested like money into your band and you're like doing the damn thing, you know what I mean? And you've mm-hmm. you've put the groundwork in. I think you deserve to like get something, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But I also understand like kind of like what we were talking about before like paying your dues where it's like like I was saying we would always give the money to the touring bands mm-hmm. like when we played and now we tour pretty often so it's like I would appreciate a little bit of something to help with the expenses even if we are playing like locally you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying it really is just situational though depending on what touring bands we're playing with or like who's and coming the through type of show or the type of show yeah you're playing a what, nightclub that you know has got bar sales and stuff of course that's you know not a big deal but if you're playing like a diy house show and you know there's 20 people paid or something like that bands you got three bands on tour you know where do you think that be like well the locals should still get something or should that go between to me this is yeah to summarize it in a simple concise statement you give i think the culture has to revolve around this mentality in all ways you give to who needs it most. And mm-hmm. and if there isn't enough for it. more than that, you should be all right. If you drove five minutes to play that show, don't get mad. Don't yeah, get yeah. mad that yeah. the guy walked up and said, maybe I was going to give you some off the door. I, I know I said something about that, but I really only got enough to cover the band that traveled here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or I'm paying out of my pocket to even pay them to yeah. help them get down the road. Don't go trashing that promoter for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You mm-hmm. just You drove five minutes. Love the craft. If you really like what you're doing... A short drive to play a show in your hometown for your friends, that yeah. should be all you need. Oh, absolutely. But yeah. if there's enough to go around to support everybody in that room, then I think that's A-OK. There shouldn't be an ethical bath- backlash for that local band that took that little slice because, yeah. like I tell kids at shows, buy merch from the touring bands, please, mm-hmm. but also support your friends that are in these bands. They're mm-hmm. never going to get your favorite band came from a town. That yeah. was a, They were a local band most more often than not. Yeah. They were a band that was just playing some shows in their own city. And you're, you buying their shirts help them get that van. Mm-hmm. Help yeah. them do that. You know what I mean? So it's just, you've got to give to who needs it most. Helps and first. And then it's from there. From there, hopefully the promoter could take a little cash home too. Yeah. Help him do the next show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. No, oh, no. Uh, you know, that, that's another thing too is like, you know, promoters who do think ahead and, and maybe not just pocket it and kind of go, but, you know, think like, I am a promoter. I'm going to take this and use this for... The next show I have coming up or something, you know. Yeah, I need to make flyers. I yeah. need to pay, even though I don't think it's that pr- uh, that fruitful, but paying for the boosts and all of that yeah. on yeah. F- online or whatever, yeah. you know, whatever yeah. it takes but to I mean, really... That's the budget yeah. for that. That's yeah. it's the day we live in is, you know, yeah. doing doing the Facebook yeah. advertisements can make a difference if oh, you do absolutely. it right, so... Yeah, I think that when people have it in their head to preserve the culture and to make sure that it's around later, then nobody's taking money they don't deserve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But... If somebody's like, I'm going to bring this band to town, there's going to be this pile of cash, and I'm going to run out the door with it as soon as it's in my hand, then yeah, of course, that's fucked up. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Whoever it may be that's doing whatever that is. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think people need to have it in mind always to just preserve. Mm-hmm. Preserve and protect your what you love most. If that's your sanctuary. It's my sanctuary, mm-hmm. so that's how I view it. Yeah. No, it makes total sense. Um, I completely agree with that. Yeah, that's that was that's my that's really my well. sense. Yeah. yeah. Cool. <laughs> do uh do you do you ever run into problems? I mean, we don't have to name names, but do you ever right. run problems with bands who do get pissed at you for not being able to give them what maybe they think they deserve but mm-hmm. maybe wasn't agreed, you know, like you didn't have a guarantee. Yeah. But they're like, "Oh, you 
you gave us two bucks. You know, I mean, obviously, <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty crazy, but still. Because um, I'm grateful. Somebody yeah. can hand me two bucks, and I'll say right. thank you. Yeah, you know, no. or, um, you know, like earlier I had actually asked you, yeah. I said, like, is everyone else taken care of? Yeah. Because um, I know what it's fucking like. Yeah. And I don't, you know, I want to make sure everyone is even. No, exactly. I'm no better yeah. than anyone else, you know. Mm-hmm. So, like, do you deal with bands who think that they maybe deserve more? Um, I, often as a as a promoter. Yeah. Um. Honestly, not really. Um. Like, I've been thankful to like been work with like so many like great bands and uh, I have like the hundred plus shows I booked. Like, I haven't really had a problem except for one time where I'm not gonna name names, but uh, it doesn't matter because I don't think these bands are doing anything anymore. But like, uh, I booked the show. I wasn't like at the show. I was having someone else run it because I was like playing show the same day, and. Uh, I guess, like, their uh, booking agent told them that they were getting a guarantee, but I never agreed on a guarantee, and, like, they were, like, just, like, bitching at me, like, we're not leaving the venue till we get, you know, this guarantee, and I'm just like, what guarantee, you know? <laughs> and, uh, like, they were just, like, arguing with me, and, like, I'm, like, getting ready to play, you know, and I'm just, like, super anxious, and uh, I ended up, like, just paying out of pocket to get them what they wanted so they can Shit. shut up, you know? And, uh... I should have, honestly, looking back, I should have just said, you know, like, <laughs> then, like, sleep at the venue, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, the hardwood floor at Meltdown is uh, pretty comfy, you know? Yeah. But it was just a really, like, whack situation. And uh, I should have, I wish I was there to, like, but whatever, it's fine. It's fine. But other than that, like, I don't really run into any issues. Uh, everyone's, like, super grateful. With, I will be right back after the bathroom. Okay. I thought i get them, and I... Like uh, yeah. Also, wait. Uh, if you need a yo, if you need to run the bathroom, uh, the keys. Oh, cool. Thank you. No problem. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm thankful to work with a lot of amazing bands that like are cool with what I give them and stuff, and are completely understanding. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing too is that I think people need to start thinking of um the music community. It's like an ecosystem. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it's like when you do have these bands who, um basically stiff arm promoters for like a bunch of money it makes it to where the promoters can't really bring as many bands through or Mm -hmm. it might make it to where that promoter stops promoting at all and it like totally kills that scene you know what i mean absolutely so i think it's up to the bands as well to be honest with themselves Mm -hmm. and say well this is what i'm worth this is my place right now in this community and not try to like basically overreach and end up damaging the scene to the point where you can't tour back through there again because you've tapped out this promoter. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, a promoter can only lose so much money until they call it quits and then nobody yeah. else in the area gives a shit enough to promote, so... I, I can tell you... I mean, I can't even tell you how many promoters I've hit up again be like, hey, man, we want to come back through, and they're just like, I'm just not doing it anymore, man. Mm-hmm. No one Same. was coming... Uh, I had problems at this show, that show. It's just I can't do it. You know, whatever the reason may be. Yeah. Um, so definitely, if there's a promoter out there that you know you really like, like, let them know. You know, like, do do your best to to show them that you appreciate. I think you know, like, what they're doing, and um, whether you're in a band or whether you're just someone who's attending shows. And we are joined once again by James. I have returned if you quick. Oh, cool. He's a little uh, bit lighter in weight. Yes. And, and he locked back up? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 
See, the best thing about this podcast is uh, when I'm able to prove it actually is recorded in the van. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to do it. Usually it ends, too, with talking about how hot and sweaty it is in here, and it's actually a decent temperature because we're doing this after the show, so yeah. it's not so bad. It's kind of kind of cool out. Um, going back to episode two, uh, I had talked with Filth, and I kind of mentioned to you guys earlier... Um, we were talking about label stuff, and then I brought up Inner Strength, and then instantly they were like, Insurgence was on Inner Strength. I just imitated Dustin. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. That's pretty, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even mean to do that. But, uh, and they said that you guys are their fucking homies, and, and then I know that we were talking with them again, too, and telling how you guys are fucking homies. Yes. And so I'm sure that everyone in this car can agree that that is one of the nicest fucking bands I have ever met mm-hmm. in my life. Oh, yeah, they helped us change an alternator one time. Nice. And they, uh, they've done. They've helped us a lot over the years with this or that, and we finally, after same. three years of knowing them, got to do probably the best tour we've ever done Cool. Uh, with them. And it was a full North American. We went across Canada from east to west, um, and... We joined them in the southeast, so you know what I mean. We yeah. did an entire circle of the upper part of the continent with those guys, and immediate like best friends, and like they yeah. would help us with them well, or with with our shit, and we'd help them with their shit. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. just understand too. You know what I mean? Because David like does everything. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? So he understands yeah, how it is, and he understands like the struggles that you know bands go through and stuff like that. So he's just a very empathetic person and. I, I love David. He's awesome. Yeah, David's a great human being. Mm-hmm. They're, I love him. They're so funny, too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, we hung out with them for one night, and even before, like, the show started, I felt like I knew these guys for, like, years. They, mm-hmm. And then we went to Zombie Burger afterwards because we played in Des Moines. Oh, yeah. We stood outside with them. That's the fucking them. place yeah. right there. <laughs> we yeah. stood outside with them and Albert the Cannibal for... You know, probably like an hour in, like almost pissing myself laughing. It's really hard to break away <laughs> from them. If you're at a show with them, you're yeah. gonna be hanging out all yeah. night. Oh, like, yeah, absolutely. I was like, shit. I was like, I, you know what I, I mean? Because it's just too fun. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. And that's how we met them. Was a few one-offs like that. Mm-hmm. We did. Uh, well, we, they weren't one-offs for us, but they were one shows we got to play with them in mm-hmm. the middle of tours. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, we did like three three shows with them in a row. I think that was like the first time. Or no, it wasn't. Was we played with Invoker? That's where we first met them. Yeah, because okay, yeah, they're in multiple bands. Uh, most of those guys. Mm-hmm. But the first yeah. time we ever played with Filth was in like 2016 on this run we did with Distinguisher. Oh yeah. Um, and they did like three of the shows on that. Uh, and yeah, like you said, it's just very open people. So it's like you you feel like you've known them for years. Yeah. Like. No walls, no bullshit, no posturing. Yeah. Just like nice, honest conversation. Yeah, like yeah. really good guys. Yeah, there's always you know those people. Sometimes I mean it's what it's whatever their prerogative is. But some people I'll be like, hi, I'm Brian. Nice to meet you. And they're like, oh, oh yeah, whatever. You know, like <laughs> like I don't want to talk. Like okay. And then you got those people just like big eye. Like yeah, hey, what's up? Mm-hmm. I'm blah blah blah. And and. That makes me happy because I like to talk. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. that's no that's my favorite things about tour: see, watching bands and talking to people, just making memories and making friends. And um, so, speaking of that again, with memories, I wanted to ask: Do you guys have a favorite venue in the whole country, or even out of the country, if you've played elsewhere? Like, is there just a venue that you're like, I fucking loved that place, or I love going to that place, or... My two favorites are um, Come and Take a Live, 
because I'm biased. I'm from Austin, mm-hmm. but that's a fucking amazing venue. Uh, and then the Black Sheep in Colorado Springs, oh, Colorado. Yeah. Yes. Amazing okay. staff, great sound. This community there just has is overflowing with awesome fucking I bands. I hear a lot of good things about that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mine, mine are going to be the same. They're they are they are fantastic facilities that are for the scene by the scene, or at least you, you know what I mean. Like I don't know ex- who exactly owns the Sheep, but they are ran by the people that go to those shows and want to be at those shows. Like, and same goes for Come and Take It Live. Fantastic facility that the community gets to use. It's not just a fancy place that only big bands ever play. It's mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's so well run, and yeah, we have, like, Colorado Springs is sort of our, that's the first place that, like, really embraced what we did when we were traveling, and the audience grows every time, and yeah, shouts out. You know what I mean? My honorable mention to differ from Rafe is that I really love the Foundry. We've only played there a few times. Oh, in Cleveland? Yeah, that place rules, and that's a for-the-scene-by-the-scene kind of a place. I really want to play there. I really want to play there, too. Yeah, super cool place, and there's, there's great venues everywhere. I feel I like know, the best I... venues are always run by people who used to be in bands or who are still actively in mm-hmm. bands because mm-hmm. they like, understand like what yeah, you yeah. need like or what uh, makes you comfortable as like an artist. You know what I mean? Oh, and here's a here's a good one, but it, they, they have shows big and small all over the place. Um, is in Atlanta. The Masquerade. The Masquerade. Oh, yeah, that place. There's no better staff in underground music yeah. that could, catering that, is oh insane. geez they just like and it doesn't matter how big the show is like mm-hmm. they treat you the same i mean maybe maybe it is different for people with writers and stuff i don't know what that life's about but we've played shows adjacent to bands that were much bigger and we got the same catering we got the same you That's know what cool. i mean yeah they, they they the working crew came and helped they don't treat would, you less than yeah they would help you load in gear and they yeah. were careful with it you know what i mean yeah. it's mm-hmm. super cool that's another place i you, you got to mention the masquerade if you've traveled yeah, a lot for sure yeah. yeah it's a privilege to get to play there because cool. holy shit yeah, yeah. Awesome. um mine probably have to be uh i'd say the metal girl in uh, nice. Cudahy, Wisconsin, uh, that venue. When it was, or well, now it's the X-ray, X-ray arcade. arcade yeah. yeah, but uh, I've never been there as the X-ray arcade. But Mel Grill, that venue, like perfect sound, like cr- yeah, usually sound is awesome. There. Yeah, it would always like hella people would always come through. Uh, mm-hmm. Air conditioning, like good outside hangs, nice. great food. <laughs> uh, yeah, great staff. Uh, like and it's like the right size too. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like it's not. It's big, but it's small. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I love it. Um, really miss playing there. Um, where else? Uh, the Outpost in Ken- uh, Kent, Ohio. Mm-hmm. That place. I really like that place. Um, and the scene there is fucking incredible. Um, it's a great venue to play at. Um, and if I had to name another venue... Uh, I'm... That's all I can think of right now. <laughs> that <laughs> but, still uh, works, though. Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, definitely Metal Grill and uh, The Outpost. Love playing there. Cool. Two amazing venues. Um... To go a little more DIY with it, it doesn't exist anymore. RIP. But there was a place in Colorado Springs called The Flux Capacitor. Ran by yeah. one of the coolest oh, promoters yeah. Somebody... I've ever met in my life. Yeah, I was just having a conversation show. about yeah. that. So... Yeah. Great fucking place. Mm-hmm. Sounds Sounded great, even though it's just, you know... It's just concrete walls and a couple of speakers. I mean, they had monitors coming back at you, but it just sounded cool in there. It was a great place to just go in there and get violent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was durable. It could it could withstand it, the chaos. And mm-hmm. We had a lot of great shows there. And that's just a segue into me saying that I'm probably leaving out DIY places that we that have come and gone that we love oh, yeah. Yeah. a lot. 
that so yeah because you guys say or swing yeah, state. swing state for sure. Yeah, it's like the smallest little area to stand, and yet it yeah. never stopped anyone from moshing. I know. <laughs> it was just like those they had those fucking like metal chairs too. Yeah, like dangerous ass metal chairs. Yeah. <laughs> the last time Portals played there, it was like four years ago. But like, uh, C- Campbell fucking like <laughs> took one of those metal chairs and just smashed it on the ground. And- <laughs> It was hard. Every story with Campbell is something. <laughs> I love Campbell. Crazy. <laughs> um, for uh, like places, um, or uh, actually no, before I go on to that, Pocatello, Idaho. Have you guys ever played there? Ever played Decadent uh, Skate? I don't think we've ever have. I don't I think, think that's one have. of the. I think we were both there once and, and it fell we've through. We've only somehow. ever played Boise. Oh, okay, we just played there, and I know a lot of people like a lot of hardcore shit goes through there, but we played. It's um. It's a little room in the back of a skate shop with like little 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 ramps and Sick. there's barely any room for anything. Like you have to set up everything outside and but it was it was pretty cool. I was just curious if you guys had ever been there. Um when you are on tour or even when you're not on tour, who are your homies? Who are like some bands that pop in? We obviously we talked about filth, but is there any bands that you're yeah. just like, man, like those those are our brother bands kind of type Yeah, of thing. short like, list, I think, of bands uh, eighth year. Yes. Mm-hmm. Super cool dudes. We did we our first endless summer of touring. They were in the back end of it, and it was a super fun run. And we 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 stay tight with them. At least on the internet, we're always talking and thinking about each other. If I see somebody in an eighth year shirt, I'm gonna be like, love those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Triumph over shipwreck, filth. I know we already talked about filth, but they're somebody I would think of. Um, Just like Kublai Khan. Kublai and Khan. I am. I see them a lot. I finally um, get to see Kublai I've never seen him. We're playing with him in Oh, you're in August, for a treat. So. You are in so, for a treat. So. You will feel things. So There's gonna, just something I'm, about their stoic, get hurt. stoic, hurt. <laughs> perfect energy. Like, they just, they they embody everything yeah. it is. What, and I have to say, too, like, Nomad is, like, the fucking record they needed to make, too. Like, I always liked Kublai but I just, like, Nomad is just fucking amazing oh, i think it is incredible. an absolute fucking masterpiece like in this scene so yeah i think it's their best one like for sure it's uh yeah i think they get better every so time that's strong. my critique yeah, my yeah. critique my honest critique is they get better every time but mm-hmm. i've loved them all the time yeah i've loved them ever yeah. since they started but i'm just excited yeah. to see what's what's coming next like i could see them you know really fucking stepping it up or even getting to like you know like code orange level or something like a band yeah. that mm-hmm. knows this fucking underground DIY shit but suddenly is able to play like these big yeah. big big things and oh for sure I I see them as like the same realm as like Hatebreed you know what I mean oh, yeah, they yeah. could easily be the next Hatebreed mm-hmm. just like meathead workout mosh music I think the dude <laughs> that anybody whenever can New to, yeah. Strength came out uh, mm-hmm. didn't one of the Game of Thrones dudes like post some workout video really? of their stuff yeah I can't remember it was some ripped actor guy was like gassing them up on instagram oh shit but uh so that's pretty cool that is some cool. shinfo for you but yeah kublacon but yeah we ran across i mean we toured with um we toured with got to meet and and still like we just ran into those guys uh last time we were on the road and we weren't playing we just like went to their show uh mm-hmm. spite the guys involved mm-hmm. the guys in that band are uh, darius and alex specifically uh, they've, they've we've been friends since we ever met them, mm-hmm. and it was super fun to always catch up with them whenever we see them. It's been uh, wild seeing them grow as right. a band. Mm-hmm. We, we were we were on their first with them like, and Body Snatcher, and it was Spite's first East Coast tour. Mm-hmm. And 
it was just crazy because people were showing up to the shows. They'd never been there before, but people were showing up to the shows with spite tattoos, like, love Damn. your band. Like, the their fan that's base is just yeah, so rabid. Cool, but then you see them live, and you're like, this band is easily one of the best, like, heavy bands I've seen in, like, years. Like, they deserve everything they're getting because they're so tight live. Like, yeah. And Darius, he's one of those front men that just, like, demands your attention. You know what I mean? Like, seeing people's like eyes light up when he's yelling at them is amazing because on that tour they were on recently it was a very like metal tour mm -hmm. and seeing them win over the jaded fucking like death mm -hmm. metal guys was just awesome i love seeing that kind of energy um i think some bands just have that that like live energy where it's like even if people really don't want to like it they still have to be like that was an awesome show you mm -hmm. know what i mean um, there's, I mean, you could go down a whole nother laundry list of bands like that, but Spite is one of those bands that live, like, you're gonna like them. They're just incredible. Um, I'm starting to get sweaty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's damp. It's Our funny because cause I was just thinking, I was like, Ooh, I'm really warm and I thought we weren't going to get fucking hot in here today. Um, real quick question though, uh, we'll wrap this up pretty soon, but have you guys ever played Wisconsin? Milwaukee. Milwaukee. We did we did a show in Milwaukee at a sober house and with it was really spite. fun. With spite. We were with spite. Oh shit. I shit um, my house. pants. What was that? And and Rafe shit his pants. I shit my on pants. Stage. At was the it sober JJ's house? or what? Oh fuck. I think sober ne house, I mean. Uh, didn't uh, Nicholas Ruda book it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I remember because I remember that happening, but I didn't go because I was on tour then. Ah. Uh, it was an awesome show. Like, like there were a lot of people. Free Seven Up, a lot of people. There was free uh, Seven Up, nice. free sodas in general. Yeah. As Very a fucking cool. straight edge guy, like playing a fucking sober house, I was like, hell yeah, yeah boys, so sodas all around. Yeah, dude, Let's go. Yeah. We hung out all day and played board games. We got there real fucking early, <laughs> and then uh, I remember it rained like crazy, and there were still people at the show. It was a good time. It was a really good time, and uh, we we just felt very taken care of. It was a really cool time. Mm -hmm. It was really the good last. Show. But that is the only tour. the one and only time that uh, we have played anywhere in Wisconsin hmm. that I can fucking, remember. You got to come up and fucking hang, man. We got a lot of cool places. Like in our town, we have a venue called the Warehouse. It's been there since '91. It's all ages, non-alcoholic, and like because it's non-alcoholic too. Like the kids that go there really fucking go for the music you mm -hmm. know it's not just like a like a bar crowd or something and james has played there a bunch of times mm -hmm. you know like uh the Quake. fucking that christmas show too that you just played yeah with like that was know, so that dude people went like yeah, nuts we had like, for fucking we had like almost like 150 kids out there the day after christmas for just a bunch of locals you yeah know? wow and and uh, um quakes for my first like time playing out of state was the warehouse yep, with quake yep. Yep, because that was like that was like Quake. Did we we, we were on that, right? Yeah, um, uh, Rick Time, uh, Narrow Hearts, Narrow Hearts, yeah. Wicked World. Yep. Um, and uh, to paint with fire and uh, oh, yeah, and American Zero. Fuck, dude, what a lineup! I know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it's I know you guys are far away, but it'd be fucking the North wants you. I guarantee Hell they yeah. do. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, we, we we just want to play everywhere. I, I I mean, it's a lofty goal, but I want to see the globe. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I understand completely. Yeah. Like I yeah. said earlier, you know, we're, we're fucking four-fifths into the amount of states we've played, and after that, I just got to try and find more places. I yeah, guess. yeah. Hoping to, I'm fucking terrified of, of heights, so 
I have to get over the fear of flying and everything and get over to like Japan or some shit like yeah. that. Yeah. Everyone always says it's so cool. On my short list, you know what I mean? Same. Definitely when I end up in Japan, Australia, Europe, somehow. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, and same. so, yeah. And so, yeah, especially if there's somewhere in the States we haven't played a lot, we want to be there. You know, and, and I we have, we've still not hit the Northeast as much. As I love we the Northeast. feel like we should. You yeah, know what I mean? We, yeah. yeah. Same. We're going there again uh, this summer, and I'm really excited. Like, we've done, we've had, we've had a lot of fun up there. The Northeast and the Midwest Great Lake area. Mm-hmm. I guess I should include that. That's what well, I, fucking when I think of up, it. Man. Yeah, we'll make yeah. this happen. <laughs> we'll just do uh, an Insurgents Portals rig time tour, <laughs> yes. and we'll just get it all fucking covered, and then we'll go straight to Japan for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the weekend. <laughs> Wrap it up a real week. quick. Just do, just do a weekend. Yeah. <laughs> So, all right, well, I'm going to cut this. We're going to head out and do something. I'm fucking hungry. It's yeah, probably like midnight Denny's. by now. So, yeah, let's go to Denny's. That's <laughs> James, you driving? Yeah. <laughs> so, thank you very much for listening. This is Hardcore on Tour Stories from the Van. And I have been with James and Rafe of Insurgents and James of Portals. So, thank you very much for listening. If you dig it, like, share, comment, let me know who you want to talk to if you want to be on the podcast or maybe you have some questions for any of the hosts or, or guests or me. Let me know and stay tuned for the next episode. Thank you.